Welcome to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about how to plan and execute an unforgettable event that will dazzle your guests and generate more income for your organization. From fundraising and securing trendy auction items to event production and logistics, get the best tips and advice from seasoned fundraising and event professionals who have been in your shoes. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about all the various ways you can make your next fundraising event better. And we have a fun episode today, don't we? We do. All right. But before we get into the episode itself, we have to welcome back our special guests. <laughs> and yes. um, due to a lot of criticism that's been flown our way that, that, that Diana <laughs> Duplanche has not been on a recent podcast, we dragged her down here to the studio. Yes. I had to block my calendar, y'all. <laughs> So thank you, Diana, for joining us again. It's my pleasure. And then we have Elise Negabauer as well from our Hi. client services Elise. team. Elise. Yes, the audience. we're excited to have Elise yeah. because we have a fun one. And Elise mm-hmm. is a super creative person. And, and so we, I'm the fun one. You are right? the fun one. We dragged her in to talk about this topic. And Diana, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of background on where this one came from. I this can't wait. One. So for all you listeners out there, guess what? We have a new handbid listener. She's with an a, an existing client who's been with us for years, but she is new to the organization. She has listened to our podcast twice through every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so Angela, we love you. We're so glad you're with us and you're on board with handbid and that you're thinking about ideas for podcasts, which is where this idea comes from. So Angela, we loved it. We loved your creative thinking. And so that is where this idea came from. Yep. And her idea, because she herself is obsessed with chat GPT, she said she just plugged in a question. What are some things that event planners need to know about as it relates to auctions? And these should be both fun, creative, and informative. And so we have some answers, y'all. <laughs> and yeah, so we we plugged these questions in or that question in and chat GPT spits back a number of questions. And so we thought they were hilarious. Some of them are practical. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can get some good advice out of them. Some of them are probably not um, practical or, or even realistic, but they're still fun. It was fun for us to have a, a conversation about them. And so we'd like to share some of the questions that ChatGPT came up with and what our answers were. Yes. And we'd love to hear your answers too. Yeah. And you know? and some of them will just get your creative wheels spinning. And so let's dive in yeah, yeah. and so let, and we're gonna bounce around through a couple of these just because when we did them we kind of bounced around we're like <laughs> we oh sure let's come did. back to that one <laughs> <laughs> we need some more time okay so okay. we're gonna start with the first question what's the most surprising or unusual item you've ever seen to auction off at a nonprofit event and how did the audience react now, before we start on this, there were some that were not safe for work. <laughs> so, we'll this let your a, imagination work This is here. a PG podcast. <laughs> right. We, we're going to self-audit right now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not here to tell you who our clients were, but we've had a few clients that I would say have thrown some rated R, rated X uh, right. items up on for stage. Sure. Well, you know what I say. People yeah. like to imbibe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, let's go through a couple of other ones here. Um, okay, so there's a lot of good ones. There and are. one of the ones that was probably one of my favorites was 
we were doing an auction for this Christian school out of Atlanta and, um, we were doing remote support and I walk in the room and the auction manager had texted one of our, um, support people and said, like, what are the items that aren't getting any bids and what should we do with them? And so we write back and we said, okay, well, the item that's getting the most bids is the, the bourbon and whiskey package. That makes sense. <laughs> and the item that's getting no bids is marriage counseling. <laughs> Well, and he's like, well, gosh, I mean, it's one of our families. He does marriage counseling. I, I'm, I don't understand why no one's bidding on it. I'm thinking, all right, come on, Charles. Let's be honest here. <laughs> These items are correlated. Everybody <laughs> <Yes>. wants suburban. <laughs> I was like, which of your families wants everybody to know they're bidding on marriage counseling? Right. Zero. <laughs> Zero families. Oh, my gosh. So funny. I thought that was funny. We have another one. That are that are are okay to share. Yes, yes. I'm seeing a couple sure. of these. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like the. Well, why don't you tell the story of the shot from the 1942? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. 1942 Don Julio. Yes. Okay, for tequila connoisseurs out there, that's a Make fairly expensive no bottle of tequila. I mean, that's, I would say. Even if you go to Costco, you're still going to probably drop $130, $140 for the bottle. Wow, okay. I didn't know so that. So it's not your margarita tequila. <laughs> it's your sipping well, tequila. there's probably certain people in this world that can afford for it to be their margarita tequila. <laughs> <laughs> right. As they're drinking their $1,500 bottle of tequila for sipping. But no, I would say this is a sipping tequila. Okay. And remember, we got two bottles of this for an auction. Yep. And so Dan and Shay is a country band. Or a country duo, I guess what you call them. And they um, sing a song called When I Taste Tequila. Mm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. So we get these two bottles, and one of them is full. So it's a Don Julio 1942 full bottle. The other one has one shot left in it. <laughs> okay. But it's signed by Dan and Shay. So they drank the entire bottle and left one shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we are trying to figure out what the heck are we going to do with these two things. And so we put them up against each other in the auction because mm-hmm. we were told, hey, will you just bundle these together, put them in there. We're like, well, why would we do that? Let's put them up against each other. So what would you rather have? Would you rather have a full bottle of 1942 Don Julio or would you rather have a fairly empty bottle of Don Julio signed by Dan and Shay? And do you remember which one went for more money? Oh, the one that the was empty. Yeah, the right. empty one. Totally. Yeah. And that was a really interesting thing. I, yeah. I also loved what we called the items, if you recall. Yep. When I taste tequila and when I tasted tequila. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. And who yeah. came up with that? And words. nobody's lawyers came after us either, which no. was nice. Yeah, that's right. I guess we should have checked on that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, two more in this subject, right. I okay. think, that are worth mentioning. And that is um, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us this one. This is a good one. Okay, so we're at this auction this giant auction, I think there were probably 1,200 people in the room and it was highly celebrity based and really live auction only. And a lot of the big time celebrities, they just, they were kind of trying to vie for the best live auction item. Mm -hmm. Well, he started auctioning off his own item and it was a very impromptu it was from the cuff, I think. It was I mean, totally. Literally, he grabbed the microphone. Yes. And he and, was like, and you I know have why a new we know item. that? Because we're the mobile bidding company. 
and it's not in handbid. You're supposed to record it, right? Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> as he's talking, we're typing into the platform. Do you remember this? He's like, nope, scratch that. No, nope, he said 10 minutes. Nope, no, he said 15 minutes. He was like, your kid is going to get a call from Mater. So he started saying, just tell me what your phone number is. We'll pick a time and I will call your kid and pretend to be Mater. Like happy birthday or yeah. Christmas or something. Yeah. Totally like that. And um, and I, I think he expected the item to go for a lot of money. And when it wasn't moving, he had a few choice words for everyone. <laughs> so it was pretty funny in that way. But but those choice words were able to get the price up a yeah. little bit. Wow. So he was like, this is for your kid and Mater is calling. And what here's the question. Was Mater going to use those choice words? <laughs> Probably not. But um, uh, I think it did end up going for about $8,000. Yeah, I think that's right, Jeff. Oh. And I yeah. think he agreed to up to a... a 15 minute call mm -hmm. or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. I would like to make $8,000 in 15 minutes. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> right? I, oh my gosh. But the best item on this list is probably the, I do think we've chosen the best example. So Jeff, why don't you tell this since you're a long time. Well, I still call them the Redskins. Yes. And it's going to take me a long time to get over that. It has nothing to do with their name, but I was a fan for almost um, my entire adulthood. Birth, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, the commanders. But um, So Mark Rippon, and um, he was one of the Super Bowl champion quarterbacks uh, back around 1991. I think they won, they won their last Super Bowl. And um, he was at this event that we were at. And so he gets up on stage, and they're auctioning off a Mark Rippon like experience. It was a signed football and a jersey and some other stuff. And so anyway, one of the things they did, which is actually pretty cool, is if as you became the winning bidder in the audience, he would throw you this football. And you got to hang on to it until you got outbid, and then you had to throw it back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be a, a lot of dangerous. stress. <laughs> well, it got a little dangerous, right? Like, and So we had people helping to collect the football or whatever. But the bidding kind of gets stalled. And then he says, if this item ends up going for over $20,000, then I will sing Hail to the Redskins. The best. Yes. It was amazing. Yes. Yeah. In front of 1,500 people. And so, sure enough, I mean, people wanted to see Mark Rippon sing Hail to the Redskins. And so. And he did. And it was it was a fairly impressive rendition because that's not an easy song to sing. No. With no music. I mean, it was all a cappella. And it's just this on is, the it's microphone. It's a collector's item now. Think about it because you can't sing Hail to the Commanders. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> that does not sound like, right. Braves on the Warpath, like Fight for Old DC. Like none of that makes any sense anymore. So if you have right. a recording of this, trust me, it's a prize. <laughs> well, it was a great idea. It was. By, and that was his idea. Yes. And, and it really did. It, it shot the item up and it made it really special for everybody there. It turned into this live auction experience for everyone in the room. Yes. Which is really cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. All right. We're going to skip, skipping around. Okay. Right. Here we go. Can you share a memorable moment when a silent or live auction item generated an unexpected excitement or competition amongst the attendees? All right. So are we going to talk about the first one? Yes, on the list? of course we All are. Right. Okay. This is I a thought. medical procedure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think a couple of us have experienced seeing these in auctions. Um, but the vasectomy is a popular one. <laughs> yes. And at one event I was at, it was two women bidding against each other for it. And I think their husbands left the room and went to the bar. <laughs> 
it was a bidding war with the moms. Because yes. moms, moms were done. <laughs> we, we've done our job. You find a new wife, and you're getting one of these. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty funny. Oh, gosh. The other one was an impromptu one as well. And I think we've been to a number of events where oh. these items just get made up on the fly. And we have some horror stories of that <laughs> yes, happening we too. Do. Consulting yes. and all this other kind of stuff. But anyway, um, this one was um, – so John Daly had come to this event. And so John is known to be a bit of a of a libator, a party animal, right? And so um, – He's also the Where's Waldo of Handbin. He is. <laughs> He's been in a number of Handbin events where he appears. But um, in this case here, he offered up a shot with him on stage. So you can come up and do a shot of whiskey with John Daly. It was $1,000 to participate. And I think he was thinking like this would just be a one-person thing. Well – 24 people. <laughs> so did he do 24 shots? Or well, was it so that's what I was wondering. I was like, no. <laughs> 24 people went up there and everybody poured a shot and they all did a shot together on, on camera. So okay, cool. anyway, I was, I was a little bit afraid, you know, as this thing started to increase in the numbers of people raising their hands that John was going to have to be taken out on a gurney. <laughs> <laughs> this would not be good. But, right. But what a great, Fundraise, way to raise money when you have a celebrity in the room. For sure, that's that is awesome, and it's just great that they can play along and come up with these creative ideas. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I love it. And now that all those donors have quite a story, they sure do. I spent a thousand (laughs) dollars to do a shot on stage. Right, exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's get a little bit more unrealistic here or okay, dreamy. Right. Okay. Think? So, um, so if you could create a dream team of celebrities to participate in your charity auction, who would they be and what unique items or experiences would they offer? We'll start with you, Elise. Um, well, I guess I have to take the third one, which is Coach Prime. Um, I have a son who just started. What do you mean CU. you have to? Take I that have one. to because <laughs> she's the one. I've jumped on the CU bandwagon. Uh, <laughs> oh, after Friday night, not you're so off sure. the Gustavus bandwagon and onto the CU yeah, well, one. <laughs> <laughs> not sure which is better or worse, but um, we thought he's very popular right now, and it would be very easy to auction off an experience with him. Maybe hang out on the sidelines and then head to the locker room and hear some of that rap music he plays. Yeah. His theme music. Yes, yes. Yes. So that would be a fun I one. I think that would be, I mean, everybody loves him right now. And it's just, a, I think his energy would be super fun to it be It would around. be fun. Uh, yeah. For sure. And he's yeah. just up the road from just us. Just up the road. Exactly. I'd like him just to be my auctioneer, to be honest with oh you. Oh my gosh, right? That's <laughs> People idea. be spending money left and right. Yeah, exactly. For sure. That's All right, how about right. you? What do you have, Diana? Um, well, I think that, you know, I have a 16-year-old daughter, so we immediately thought of Taylor Swift and, I mean, just the hottest ticket in all over the world, really. So our idea was to see if you could get, you know, Taylor Swift to agree <laughs> to a two-city, two-night experience in the backstage. Oh, um, yeah. And, of course, that you would have to have a chance to ride on her jet. I know. So that would be a be amazing. high in the sky kind of $2 jillion yes. item. <laughs> I'm on board with this. You know, you know me. I am like, I'm not on the Taylor Swift bandwagon. I'm not off of it. But <laughs> when I found out that my daughter, who is also, she's 18, right? 
could have sold her Taylor Swift tickets for nearly $10,000. I was <laughs> trying to get her to do that. <laughs> Threatening her with college tuition. Yeah, maybe. Like, could have been at least a semester, right? So when that obviously was not going to happen, I realized that I'm going to lose this battle. So I think yeah. there's you yes. guys are definitely onto something with Taylor. Swift. I think for so sure. for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to throw one in there that I think would be interesting. Um, Elon Musk, and of course, if you're going to go bring Elon Musk in, like. What would you want him to? It could be everything. Mm, sure, could. could. I mean, I would think want about to sit in a board meeting. But <laughs> but we, if we want to get dreamy here and mm, realistic, mm, yes. I, I want a ticket on his Mars expedition. Yeah, love that. He's gonna do yes, and just does, is he gonna go with you? Is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna be. But alone. maybe he'll watch you launch. <laughs> yeah. So funny. No, those are those are the pie in the sky for sure. I, okay. I love thinking fun. Like that, that was a fun it, question it was fun to for think sure. about. Yeah. Well, let's 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 stay fun. All right. Okay. So let's go with um, if you had to organize a silent auction in a completely unexpected location. Yes. We're not talking about anybody's basement or anything. Okay. So we're just we're gonna go with something kind of still dreamy, right? Okay. Mountaintop, underwater, whatever. Where would it be, and how would you make it work? So let's let's go backwards now. So Diana, why don't you start? Well, don't take mine, Diane. Oh, well, <laughs> we 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 thought we really just did two big ones. We did, and the the one that we came up with was: what if you were on an airplane mm. and you were at forty thousand feet and you had an auction? Well, first of all, we love the idea of making your passengers use an app because you wouldn't have yes. access to the web. That's right. And why on there earth is would you do a paper bid sheet? Because you would be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I got to get That's through right. here. So no way. And then then what you would be bidding on is where the plane is going to land. Yes. That is fun. And were that, we offering a few of the little the mini, uh, bar. The mini bar? Yeah, the mini bottles, bottles for yeah. our guests. That's right. It would be really, really... Um, they would not be thirsty at the no. end of your event. <laughs> so, so yeah, we thought that was a fun idea and a different way of thinking about things. How would that look? I like that. Yeah. I like it too. That would be really fun. Yeah. I'm bidding on Cabo. A better land in Cabo. If you're landing in like, hmm. you know, the northern parts of Canada, I'm not sure I'm in. But. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I better bid higher is what you're telling me then. And yeah. the question is like, do the pilots, do they also bid? Did the, did the stewardess, the flight attendants bid? I like, think you better bid fast before you run out of fuel. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm not dragging this one out. That's right. All right. What do you got, Elise? All right. Elise? Well, so I spent a little time in Switzerland two summers ago, and my idea was the Piz Gloria up um, above Murin, which you can only get to on a little tram, and um, so no cars, and my talk about dreamy that any of the James Bonds would be joining us. <laughs> so they would be up there. No Do you cars. have your rank order of James Bonds? Oh, I do. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did clearly not have to is not going to share that. them. I want to hear. What's your number one James Bond? Well, probably Daniel Craig, right? I yeah, mean, that's he's, a good he's, one. The, he's the youngest. <laughs> Are you saying you're too young to think that Sean Connery is the dreamiest James Bond out there? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's not holding um, back with her opinions today. No, she's so, clearly not. I don't know. Daniel Craig in a tux isn't a bad thing. Do you, so. as a guest, <laughs> do you get a James Bond gadget when you walk in the door? That's what I oh, want to know. So. Okay, just I just want to make sure. And are you greeted by who's the person that does all the gadgets? Q. Q. Okay, you're greeted by a Q-like character. That this would is, be perfect. Yes. yes. And then, oh, are we drinking? We're drinking oh, martinis. Oh, yes. There has to be martinis. Has to be Shake martinis. and not stir, Shake and you not know. stir <laughs> walking around. Okay. Yes. So. Like this, it. this would be a really fun idea. It would be fun. It would be very, very unique. Very, yes. So yes. we had a lot of fun with that one, too. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Should we keep going? This is fun. Sure. All right. Oh, let's keep bouncing around here. So how about this one? It's fun. If you could turn any ordinary object into a highly coveted auction item, what would it be and how would you make it extraordinary? <laughs> okay. We had to stay PG with this oh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. I forgot about that one. Okay. Oh, but there's some good ones here. But Taylor Swift came up again. Diana. I lost it. Hold on. Well, so look. Taylor Swift came oh, up. Yes. We had a couple Got of them it. in here that were pretty good. And then I think one of our clients actually does this, and we should talk about that. But, yep. Yeah, it's super um, fun. So a couple of them that were interesting. So um, we were at an event, and they had um, duck calls that had been provided or donated by the Duck Dynasty guys from Duck Commander. Handcrafted. Okay? So they're the duck calls, and they were not going for a great amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so then they brought them up on stage. And then Willie Robertson signed them and then blew his saliva all through them. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, they, sold, they were right? selling for thousands of dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be on my list, but. Well, well I mean, but I going along with that. Creative. So then we're like, okay, so if it wasn't that, like, we're pretty convinced that we could probably auction off Taylor Swift's used straw from the diet coke she had 100% it's someone <laughs> sure. would definitely buy that yeah, I one. think so yeah, at high amounts me, of money but it right. might be my daughter <laughs> right um but I did visit Churchill Downs once and I did um I shouldn't say this in public should I Hmm. That I stole a little bit of dirt and put it in a Ziploc bag. You're gonna get a phone call. <laughs> you were going to get a phone call from the president of Churchill Downs. I was like, okay, these thoroughbreds just ran right over this dirt. So I have that's dirt awesome. from Churchill Downs. <laughs> that's really fun. Well, and that that's the spirit of this question is what is an ordinary item and yes, how yes. do you take it to the next level? So, yes. Um, and as we've seen, John Daly. Well, duck, the Duck Dynasty guys, they sell items. So mm-hmm. Yes, and like, well, one of them, like we were at this event in North Carolina, which we're going to here in a, in a little bit, and um, this guy walks in the door, and he's got a piece of sheet metal, and he hands it to me, <laughs> of and I, of course, I'm not really inspecting it. He goes, I said, what can I do with it? He said, this goes in the auction. And of course, I'm thinking, they're what the heck is this thing? It's a piece <laughs> of sheet metal. Okay. Like, and it's like all bent and ragged, and, you know. Well, what it was, it was a piece of a wreckage from a famous NASCAR driver's car that he had oh, wrecked. Wow. And then they had taken it and they had signed a piece of this. And so it's NASCAR nice country. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess you would want to hang that on your wall. I'm not sure, but anyway. In the man room? Ordinary item. <laughs> not fun. my house. Right. And then what about our client? Oh, yes. Does, they do some. Yeah, cool talk about things. what our yes. does. Oh, cool. I mean, I love this group, you guys. Um they're they are located well they're they're located out of ohio but but they have this really unique concept in as much as they they work with certain teams who are championship winners and they they buy basketball floors and 
they take them out of the stadiums and they turn them into art. And when I say art, these things are gorgeous. They're yeah. they're putters, they're Christmas ornaments, they're they're plaques, they're um, awards. They're all kinds of ways to reinvent a basketball floor where the XYZ team won or that team won. And so um, it's it's this it's, it's this neat. idea. It, yeah. It's super fun. And we're not I was never aware. That once the game is over, these floors get torn up. I had no idea. And stored somewhere, and then you can buy them. So yeah. they were buying them. Um, but when I did go to their website, I was super happy and impressed because I went to the University of Virginia. I remember when they won the national championship. <laughs> and they have UVA national championship basketball parquet floor stuff all over their website. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, there's, that's fun. there's plaques. There's, you know, I mean, he was telling us stories about, like, we could do something where – you know, this is where they took the game-winning shot on this one spot, or yep. this is the spot where Coach K's legs of his chair were on, in the last game he ever coached. Ever coached. Yeah. So anyway, oh, right. really, really kind of cool stuff. That's really yeah. fun. But those are— An ordinary basketball floor. Ordinary yep. basketball floor, right. And yeah. I guess it's the same concept of what you do with just a jersey. You know, when it's a signed right. jersey, it has a lot more value. It's a little bit of the same— Concept. Or we have clients who sell game worn jerseys. Game-worn. So if you want a sweaty hockey jersey, we can yes. we can hook you up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> those game worn jerseys, especially on the the special nights that they yes. do, like military awareness night or military appreciation mm-hmm. night or some sort of cancer awareness night. For sure. Oh my gosh, those just make sure they wear them. Yeah, they sometimes to- they put them on in warm up, skate around the rink a few times, get off the rink, <laughs> throw them at the equipment guy, and put on their uniform and go out. So anyway, so Jeff, what's a sweaty one? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, you know, some of the people that really go after that stuff, and yeah, I'm thinking, do you want to wash that? Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't wash you sure? it. Oh my God, it's so funny. All right, we're on a roll. Let's keep rolling here. So describe the most successful fundraising tactic you have used during a silent or live auction that left everyone talking about it long after the event. That's Mm -hmm. a good question, ChatGPT. I like that one. Yeah, it is. It is. This is a little more realistic. It is. And as an event planner, for all you people out there, like this is your job, right? You've got to make something memorable. And it's hard to do that every single event. You right. have to figure out how to make it special. Mm-hmm. So we love this question. Yep. So let's go through them. We, we had some good ones in here. Um, okay. I'll take the first one because this is the story I shared. And this was at an event where um, there was a lot of music and golf memorabilia at this event. And one of them was this famous Ben Hogan one iron shot. And you guys have seen it. I mean, everybody has. And I think the item was that a framed item. I think it was around three or 400 bucks. And no one was bidding on it. And at one point, the auction manager came by and, you know, and he had seen there was a collection of items not being bid on. And he had something else he needed to go do. And he looked at me and I said, do I have license to get these items sold? And he goes, yes, I do not want to take anything home tonight. I said, okay. So um, I took this particular item and I think it was at like 400 bucks and I dropped it to 200 And I think its bid increment was like $50 and I dropped the bid increment to... I, I want to say 10 bucks mm-hmm. and this item sold for way over $400 oh, yeah. by the end of the night. Yeah. And that so works, lowering sure. your starting bids, lowering your bid increments, giving your bidder some time, getting them into the competition definitely works. It's, it's amazing. I mean, 
I love this story because, you know, here's a very experienced event person who had a jillion things to do, but you had your auction brain on and you could go and solve this problem for him and let him go and take care of the other things he needed to do. And then, you know, what ends up happening is psychology takes over. Yep. Right? Every time. So there it is. I, I think that's awesome. I, I wonder what is wonder where that Ben Hogan one iron shot is right now. I don't know. Maybe, it's not in my living room. You know, <laughs> maybe on some golf course in Nashville. I hope so. <laughs> okay. What's the next one? Moving rounds of golf out of the live auction. I learned this one from a friend of mine at my own event. And so um, we had um, some fairly exclusive rounds of golf, and we decided because they were so exclusive, we were going to throw them in the live auction. Mm. And then what I noticed was that they were just not getting bid activity from a couple of the guys I knew in the crowd that should be bidding on these and spending a lot of money on them. So when it was over, I went up to one of them and I said, I don't get it. Like, that is, I'm telling you, that that's worth two grand. That foursome is worth 2000 bucks. He goes, of course it is. I said, why don't you bid on it? He goes, dude, you don't get it. I can't bid on that stuff in front of my wife. <laughs> He's Unless like, it was paired with a pearl necklace or a baby Nice bag. He's like, you throw Disney in the live auction. He's like, I would have thrown two grand, 2,500 down easily in the silent auction on that foursome. So crazy. Wow. So since then, you've never had- Rounds of golf going the silent auction, folks. Sorry to tell you. Unless you're at a been with all dudes and they don't care. <laughs> right, exactly. No wives allowed. No wives oh allowed. Oh my God, how about that? Okay, the next one, the next couple are a little bit more like, not really auction style, but they're a little bit kind of gamish. Mm-hmm. Like yes. you, we're, we're pulling in other streams of revenue. So, and when I when I heard this question from ChatGPT, I was really thinking like, what would I say to a friend if she, if she said to me, oh, well, how was the event? I might say, oh, they had a blah, blah, blah. They had an X, Y, Z thing that was so exciting to me that I want to tell you about it. And so when I think about something like that, I think about a hat contest or you do a seersucker contest. Mm -hmm. And how does that work at your event? Well, so you walk in the door, they snap a photo of you, you know, based on whether you're in the hat contest or the seersucker contest. Uh And then you go in there as an item and you have a vote. Uh, and so, no, we don't limit votes because mm-hmm. a vote is a $5 donation. So we want to collect as much money as possible. But you can flip through, you know, basically the people in the hat contest or the people in the seersucker contest and you vote for the person you think best represents, you know, the, you know, whatever the contest is <clears throat> and the theme. And then from there, the person who raises the most money wins. I love it. I it's do like too. a it's like a, this kind of person that could be you know an ancillary member of your your donor base almost mm-hmm. could come up could emerge from the depths as the winner. <laughs> you know? Yes. They can they can come forth. I yes. love that. And they're just and like If you a, make the prize meaningful, then you'll right. get people to participate. I love it. Well, and it's an easy way. We're always looking for Less expensive ways where, you know, not everyone can bid on your $2,000 golf, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people can do a $5 vote for a hat. Sure. So, you know, they're giving back, they're feeling good and having fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I do too. That's cool. That's a great one. Well, the one that I 
the one contribution I have to this <laughs> list. I'm so sorry, y'all. Is this is a new one that um, a new hand bid client was just telling me about. And it's all a, around a university alumni association. And y'all, they're doing beer pong. I'm, I'm not even making it up. They're they charging $25 to participate in a beer pong contest. And so they're going to make a Super lot of money fun. doing yes. that. They are going to so, have a blast. So you know, you know what I would do with beer pong? Tell me. I In your live auction, I'd make you have to beer pong for your next bid increment. So. <laughs> You better get it in the $5 cup because if you get in the $500 cup, you're upping your bid by 500 bucks. Now talk about a game of chance. Exactly. That's right. That would be fun. It would be fun. There's one though that you just brought up that I thought was interesting because you said university and, and there is a university doing this. And so um, they're doing a mini golf oh. event and they were talking about, you know, they were just kind of brainstorming with me on ideas and whatnot. And they're like, we're trying to do something kind of fun. Do you have any ideas on what you would do? And I said- you know, I kind of do because I mean, some of these mini golf events or even the golf events can get a little bit, I'm going to say boring is the wrong word, but they can just get a little bit mundane, right? You kind of mm-hmm. do the same thing. So I was like, have you ever seen Cutthroat Kitchen? He's like, oh my God, that's my favorite show. What? <laughs> and I was like, I think you need to auction off sabotages for the other team. Oh, what? <laughs> this is a, you auction off sabotages. Have you seen Cutthroat Kitchen? I have not. No. Okay. So Food Network people. Okay. So okay. Cutthroat Kitchen is, they say you got to make a dish. Okay. And so they'll say you got to make like a, I don't know, like a savory dish or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking in your head, you're the chef. Like, okay, I got this is what I'm going to go make. And then you have like three minutes to shop or something. So you run into the little store and you buy all your stuff because you're going to make your like, you know, chicken cordon bleu or something like that. And you come back and you're standing there and then they start auctioning off sabotage. And they're like, okay, you can take all of the protein from another person's basket. Starting the bidding at a hundred bucks. And everybody has like a thousand dollars to spend or two thousand dollars to spend. You have three rounds. You got to make it through. Oh, So you got to decide like, what can I live with and what can, and this stuff like, you can make your, you know, person cook in a, you know, easy bake oven, right? Or <laughs> oh, wow. you can, you know, you can make them keep one arm tied behind their back right. or something like that. Uh-huh. You know? that so there's be... some fun ones in there. And so I was like, what could you do in mini golf that would make this fun? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to like Blindfolded. wear a blindfold. Well, That's yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you wanted to get, you know, if you wanted to put the auction on the opposite side of where it normally is, that would be yeah, kind of a fun way to do it. it's a really good idea, Jeff. I yes, love it. It's so fun. cool. He'll have to tell it, give us the update on that one. I know. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> if they ever pull off this, yeah, that part, that'd be good. And then the last one on there, this is one of my favorite events that I've gone to several times. They auction off a surprise trip. And they have the private plane right there. You're there waiting for you. And you come with your bags packed. And they send you on your way. Um, and they've gone places. They went Coeur d'Alene, Las Vegas, New Orleans, Nashville. They go awesome places. And there's about eight people on a plane. And you basically, I hope you have a babysitter because you're going that night. Oh, my um, gosh. So and you are. They, your bags. P- yeah, the, the event's in a hangar. Right. Uh, oh, an extra yes. Runway. So yes. Okay. You are going. You know, and unfortunately, because of, like, how it works, you can't, like— you can't leave the country, right? Because otherwise, it'd <laughs> right. a lot, a lot more yeah. paperwork. Okay. So you're going to be in the U.S. You kind of know that. 
Um, they used to be way more like I would Surprises. say, you know, I would say, yeah, obscure about where you're mm-hmm. going. They'd be like, dress warm or dress cold. So you're bringing a suitcase of warm or cold clothes. But now they kind of they give do you a share clue. a little more. Yeah, about mm-hmm. where you end up going to go. But, but they pick yeah. they pick great places. And I mean, again, you have to have access to a plane yep. and a pilot and probably a airport. But it's super fun, and people get really excited, and then everybody waves goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I cool. love it. That's awesome. All right, we got a couple more, you guys. You All we right. Can, you okay. got a home stretch. You think we can do them? I think Let's, do, Let's right. do it. Okay, here we go. So um, what's the most creative way you've seen technology used to enhance the auction experience for both bidders and for donors? Very cool. I'll take the first one. Um, this one was actually the inspiration for this was from a local organization who was auctioning off murals. And his idea was to let people vote on their favorite, but also he used our app solution to give almost more live updates than usual because Mm -hmm. the murals were still in progress. So he was going to do a before, like when the artist was just starting, a during and then an after Mm -hmm. image. So, So he was able to update the image of where it was being created in real time. And that was really special for the bidder because it was a two or three day event. So if they were going on day one, then they could see the progress on day two without having to go all the way back to the festival. So I I thought that was very creative. That is fun. That is neat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to take the next one? Sure. So um, we have a really fun feature that um, we try to gamify fundraising a little bit and so we have our puzzle feature where you have your before picture and your after picture and people use it different ways but one of my favorite ways I've seen it used is like a food bank and they have a fill your fridge and so you have an empty fridge as you're buying the pieces you're starting to reveal the full fridge and of course that money goes towards the food bank to fill people's fridges so you know I've seen people be so creative with that it's just that one's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. and it's fun and and pretty easy to do it's like a virtual it's like a pictorial thermometer it is yes it is love that as we used to say everybody has a thermometer but we have a puzzle Uh, (laughs) we also have a thermometer and now we let you, we do have a thermometer too, which takes your temperature and we'll show you how much money you've made, but the puzzle's way cooler. But, um, you know, we also let you change the price. That's right. That's right. So they don't so have to fun. be all the same price. That's, that's one of my favorite yeah, parts. That's a good one. I know. And if you want to talk about like how we listen to clients, that came up at AFP conference. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We had one of our clients walked by and they were like, uh, yeah, we love you guys. By the way, I need to change the price of puzzle pieces because I want them all to be a different price. Okay. And, yep. and we did it. Six weeks later, we <laughs> sent them a surprise email. Could be you next time. Let us know. Anyway. For um, sure. Okay. Another one on this list we had here. Um, and this is one we actually did at one of my events during COVID, which was all virtual. We did a derby party, but we didn't want to have all these people at all the same derby party. So we had like eight derby parties around the Denver area. And then we linked everybody together live streaming through Zoom. Mm. Super fun. Yes. And so we were able to have communication and chat with each other. And that even actually extended into, you know, other parts of the country as well who had joined us for our derby party. That's, so that was kind of fun. That is so cute. Yes. Yeah. Love that like a, idea. like a fundraising conference call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with alcohol. Exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. Got a couple left. 
Um, what's your secret sauce for encouraging competitive bidding in a live auction without making it feel too intense or causing a divorce? I'm going to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you have to have a skillful live auctioneer. You do. Yeah, <laughs> that's number one. Yeah. Rule number one. And what else do you do? A tactful and unoffensive live auctioneer. Yes. But maybe walks the line a little bit. I think yes. you do have to walk the line, but you have to also be able to read your room. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yes. I know. We, it was funny. I was telling you guys this story. I mean, we were in this event, and it was an extremely, I would say, a conservative and non-energetic crowd. Okay. Mm, okay. And and I'm not saying conservative people are non-energetic. I'm just saying this was a very, con- like, it was just a very low-key group. And the very first item up for auction was this ginormous, gorgeous Viking grill. Wow. And the auctioneer gets on stage and she says, well, you know, they measure a man by the size of his grill. (laughs) And it was not met with that response. Well, it was not crickets. It was me and this other person completely (laughs) laughing in the corner. (laughs) Why the entire room was crickets. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a tough live This is going to be the longest 20 minutes of our yes, lives. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but I've seen stuff like, you know, I was at one event. And again, I don't probably would do, I would have probably not done this in mine. Um, but they had a signed Larry Bird jersey. And this guy was totally in love with it. And his wife was not. Oh. And so she kept pulling his hand down. And finally, the auctioneer is like, do you need to go to the bathroom or something? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Can you leave the room I think there's a minutes? phone call for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, so That's the kind of stuff we're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Playing spouses off of each other. For yeah. sure. In a lighthearted and productive way. And making jokes. You can yeah. crack jokes against the, both spouses or Two people who are bidding against each other. That's yes. it. Yes. Yes. Have a little fun. Have some fun. I agree. I think you can make it work. All right. We got two other ones. These are more fantasy ones. We're just going to try to like jump into this as quickly as possible. Okay. So, because we're running it. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. All right. One. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're hosting a live auction with historical figures bidding. Who would be your top three historic? Oh, oh my God, we didn't even follow. The, oh my God! Oh you guys. my gosh! We, we totally we had five. too much fun with yeah. this one. <laughs> Who would be your top five <laughs> historical bidders? What would they bid on? Okay, we were being a little snarfy with this one, but let's go ahead and run through this. All right. Let's do this. Yes. All right. Um, we put Napoleon Bonaparte as the first mm-hmm. one, and we said he would be bidding on growth hormone therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing at our own jokes? I don't know. <laughs> we are so we are entertaining ourselves. Yeah. Okay, who was next? George Washington. And he would bid on the dental package. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Rumor has it he had wooden teeth. That we know about. This is oh, true. Okay. He wants some pearly whites. All right. Then Beethoven, maybe either a hearing aid or a cochlear implant. Yes. Yes. Those people who don't know he was deaf. <laughs> But y'all, this really, if we're bringing it back to practical matters, this is thinking about the people in your room and what they want. Right. They that is they all need. about, that's category performance reports. That's yes. who are we, what kind of items do we need to go get? That's your, that's the formula for this. All right. All right. For sure. Okay. Last, Last fun. Okay. Pretend. This one was this really is the fantasy. The fantasy question. It. Yes. All right. 
If you could auction off any fictional item or experience from a movie, book, or video game, what would it be and how would you make it a captivating auction item? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to start with this one just because I actually went to this place. And so it's fantasy at the same time. And it was also super cool. I visit the Hobbiton from Lord of the Rings. And so when I was in New Zealand working, we did drive down to Hobbiton. So cool. And walked around. It was pretty cool. I bet it was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I forgot. Okay. You used to go to New Zealand all the time. I did. Yeah. That's very cool. And I think there were there are tons of people who would bid on that. <laughs> yes. And it's actually real. You could go do it. Yeah, so that's true. The one that we thought of, because, you know, we're 80s kids, is from Star Wars. And wouldn't you want to go to the Ewok Village? Wouldn't you just want to spend a day there? Just up With in your there. little pals? Yeah. And as long as I wasn't being carried in on a spit, I would want to go. As long as that. That's <laughs> right. Um, and... Yes. Okay, next. All right. And I thought maybe a Harry Potter Quidditch match would be yeah. great. That would be yeah, super I want fun. 50, is it 50 yard line? It's not the 50 yard line. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, kind of I what don't the, know. The, the center. But right I want there. center seat tickets to that Quidditch match. Yeah. How fun. But that Harry Potter, I'll tell you, that, like, that makes some of my kids and my wife a little bit like nauseous. But that Harry Potter Quidditch thing at Universal is so much fun. Ah, uh, the rad. Oh. Yeah. Super fun. Yes. You feel like you're flying around on a broom. That's kind of cool. Very cool. What okay. else we got on this list? We went to the Marvel Universe. Oh, Asgard. Yes. yes. Yeah. Want to hang out with Thor and Hang Asgard? out with Thor. Yeah. Elise really wants that one. <laughs> wow. She's going to put her hand up for that. Yeah. And just because this is so popular right now, we thought it would be cool to just imagine a Barbie land and... Go hang out with Barbie and Barbie Land. You, you're going to make me see this movie, aren't and you? Ken, yes. I haven't I seen cannot, it either. I cannot oh, picture you too. this. You I have just, to see I, it. I haven't seen the movie. I cannot picture in like this. And you okay. know, you get to take the slide out of the house. Oh, yes. This, <laughs> so, this is fun. Okay. Is we fun. would be in the Barbie Dream I House. I feel like I'm going to have to turn in, in my Land. man card to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> James is not in his head. He agrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the last one, we kind of wanted to think about a Disney World. And um, something that we thought would be a pretty good nod to, I and I love this movie. Everybody. I really do. Like yeah. this is Coco and mm -hmm. going to visit your dead relatives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just hanging the out the with them. Yes, I, yeah, very I, cool idea. Yeah. Well, and I, I, and again, bringing it back to real life life events. I remember you went to a very special event where they the live auction was taking place and it was something like skiing in Switzerland and it started snowing in the room. Oh, you can definitely create these experiences. And yeah. this was at one of our clients and they still they still we still work with them, but I don't think they've taken it to this level in a while. Uh, um, but yes, there was a um, there was a skiing experience in Canada and they okay. made the room snow. So cool. <laughs> and then there was an African experience, and they had these drummers come in, Af like an entire African drum band. So cool. Yes. I mean, wow. every single experience had some sort of like actor skit that came with it. Mm -hmm. What about a trip to Oktoberfest where they you bring the beers out? Pass out beers <laughs> yes. to everybody. I mean, I that mean, would get that me in the doable. mood. That is doable. I feel like that's very doable. I would be uh, like, I would want to see, because I've seen this, right? Because in Munich, I've seen this. Yes. I want to see the German women come in, each carrying like six mugs yes, in every hand, yeah. wearing that outfit. Yeah. Like, the dirndl. Is that what it's called? It is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Elise. <laughs> yes. And then just start passing them out. That's right. And... It would get people bidding. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Totally. I mean, yes. those German tables, 
Germans yep. can build some stuff. Yep. Those men dance on top of those tables, and those tables hold they up. They do. <laughs> it's a big party, from what I understand. We ended up. I don't remember how many beers it was, but by the end, the entire German beer hall was singing Country Roads. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yes. And it doesn't get any more German-American than that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and that, trust me, every German in that room knew every single word in that song. Are you song. serious? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so awesome. Talk about an experience. There you go. Yes. This well, has I, been fun. So it's I been think that's a great fun. way to end our podcast. I talking about Are we going to sing Country Roads? Roads? Is that's that right? right? Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't get me started. I will bust out those Almost lyrics. <laughs> well, thank okay. y'all for having yes. me back. I appreciate it. It was fun. That yeah, was fun. this was a great idea. Thanks, Angela. Thank yeah. you, Angela. <laughs> we'll have to ask ChatGPT some more questions. I love this. This is a great okay. idea. We're or you guys too. can ask us questions, and we're happy to answer those as well. So, Angela, thank you for making this a fun experience for us. And um, if you didn't like or if anybody didn't like the answers to some of our questions, you're welcome to provide some input on those as well. But um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much. Um, If you guys are on Spotify, if you're on Apple iTunes, YouTube, anywhere, please leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be notified the next time we have an episode coming out. And uh, until then, we wish you guys all the best in your fundraising. Thank you. Bye. See ya.